0: Y'all, it's time to talk about sales pages. Welcome to part four of our make more sales series. What's up homeslays. You are listening to the do the brave thing online business podcast, where you're not only going to get actionable advice that you can implement today in your business to see more sales and success and to build momentum, but I'm actually going to make sure that you have the brain balls to make sure that you follow through with it. Because I can tell you to your blue in the face, use commas post on Instagram, but if you can't get up the nerve to do it consistently, it's not going to work. So let's go ahead and wrangle that brain and Get you more sales. What is up? My do the very thing, home slices, Kate Donster of KateDonster.com. I'm super excited to be in your ear holes today, especially if you are one of our listeners that somehow got lost when we switched podcasting hosts, so you guys know who you are. For some reason, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify, when we updated our podcast hosting instead of just updating the feed, it doubled the podcast, and a lot of you weren't getting anything. So hopefully, you guys are getting it now. This is super exciting. It's one of our, our test episodes, and this is a really great one, and I linked it down below in the show notes all of the other Make More Sales series because some of you have not gotten those episodes since March and we have had a lot of stuff to chat about. So today is going to be our last sort of full length notebook style episode because we are switching to our Summer in Six series where I am answering listeners' questions in six... Or seven, more than I think was eight minutes or less because I still want to hang out with you in the summertime, but I understand that sometimes you just don't have the capacity, the brainwith or the time to really sit down and implement the hardcore things that we talk about in these notebook style episodes. So we're still gonna hang out. We got some personal questions in there. We got some business questions, some mindset questions, we got a whole bunch of great questions in there, like. Do you send emails to everybody in flash sales? What are some of my favorite tools that I'm using? How much weight have I actually lost? Because I said you could ask personal questions and somebody did. So we're going to answer all those over the summer in six series, which is going to be going on in July and August. Um, the first one of September might be one as well. And then we're going to come right back to these episodes. I have some amazing interviews in the queue as well, that I cannot wait to share with you. So let's talk about revamping your sales page. So at this point, We have already talked about getting eyeballs to your sales page. We have talked about getting behind your offer and realizing that your work can change lives so that we'll actually promote it. Again, energetics is super huge. If you believe sales are bad or you believe your stuff stinks, everyone else is going to believe the exact same thing. It's never going to work. And last week we talked about the difference between an offer and a product and what makes a great one. So. And let's go ahead. And if you actually had made any changes to your offer and definitely go back and listen to last week's episode, when we talk about what makes your product different, because that could be the new angle that you are taking on your sales page. So I'm not saying that we need to rip down and start completely over from scratch, especially if your sales page is converting. I know this number is going to sound hella low and you're going to hate it, but technically the average sales page converts between one and 2%. So If like 2% of the people that are seeing your sales page are actually buying, you're actually doing an amazing job. Obviously we always want to shoot higher students inside of my course, love your list. They tend to get much, much higher. So I just wanted to like, let you know, most of the time it doesn't have to be a complete teardown. It's just sort of looking at some of these key areas. So these are really just sort of quick fixes that we can make to our sales page. The first one is actually, I want you to look at your sales page. And if you're using a separate checkout page, like ThriveCart, I want you to look at your sales page and your checkout page on mobile. Okay. Because I have to say, I love Thrivecart for a lot of things, but it's checkout page on mobile, like just puts things in the wrong order constantly, just all of the time. So I want you to make sure that your sales page is actually appearing the way you think it is in mobile, because spoiler alert, a lot of people are buying a lot of stuff from their phones. Okay. So definitely look to make sure our graphics actually loading our buttons, getting there faster. Does text look weird? Is it an overlay? Is somebody asked for their credit card before it actually tells them the amount that they are going to pay drive card. So definitely go ahead and look at those things while we're talking about, if you have a separate checkout page, throw in a couple testimonials or two, which is actually our second tip for how to revamp a sales page. Cause again, we're not necessarily scrapping and starting over we're just making sure that we're making it a little bit better. Okay. We're, we're building off the bones of what we've got. So the second thing is make sure that you're adding testimonials, screenshots, shout outs that you have. Now I understand that it can be really awkward asking people for testimonials. So actually will link to an Instagram reel where I give you an exact sentence to send to people after they purchase a product or say after they've been with you for a month, that is going to yield you these screenshots because you don't always have to ask for a formal testimonial. Cause think about it. I guarantee you that like I've asked you to leave a rating and review here all of the time and you probably haven't done so not because you don't like the show or because you don't like me like you're awesome obviously we hang out but it's because you're like oh look, what do I say people have that same thing when it comes to testimonials but if you do this sentence that we talked about over on Instagram like I said I'll link it down below here you put that in to your rotation or you even send it in a newsletter just to buyers and you're going to get a lot of people that are going to be replying back. Then what you do is you thank them and you're like, hey, could I actually add this to a testimonial on my sales page or do you mind if I you know, take a picture of this, I'll blur out your name. So that way I can share it, and nine times out of ten, people are going to say yes. I've never actually had anybody say no. Um, usually, like, oh, don't don't blur my name. Like, it's totally okay. You can say that it's from me. So again, add those testimonials, add those screenshots, a link to the Instagram reel where I give you that one sentence that honestly can uh, a couple hundred, if not thousands, more dollars. I will say um, as well, and not everybody does this because we're a little bit stringent. But if you want to be part of my affiliate program any of my products, not only do you have to be a student, but you have to leave me a testimonial and then you get to go ahead and put them down there. That is because I want my affiliates to show up on the sales page. So that way people can be like, Oh my goodness, like they actually bought the email marketing fairy. Like they're not just doing this for the commission. So I think that works really well for everyone. And I got to be honest with you, this tip number two is for me. We have a lot of testimonials that we need to add to our sales page. And <laughs> so that's definitely a project for us to get on. All right. The next tip is make sure that you have mock-ups and values for your items. So like we had talked about one of the great things about an offer is that usually a lot of people want bonuses. So make sure that you actually put a value to a bonus. Now understand that marketers are always going to super inflate. There's like, Oh my goodness, you're going to get this checklist and it's worth the $97. It's not it's not really worth $97. If you are dealing with actual consumers, like real life people, then just put some real life numbers. Like, yeah, this, this would be $17. You know, I would charge $9 for this. Chances are that even if you have like, say two bonuses or three if you have a low priced offer, your bonuses values are going to outweigh how much the cost is anyways. And people really do like to see that. I have seen people, and I think I've done it in the past with some of my sales pages where I've actually put values on modules. I know we do that inside of love your list, because honestly, that copywriting module I can and might honestly just start selling it by itself. And it's going to be like 300 bucks because it is honestly, it's worth thousand dollars, but still. Hey there, home slides. We're gonna get back to the episode in just a second, but I was wondering if you're enjoying this or any of the past ones, if you can go ahead and leave us a rating and review. On Spotify, it's super easy. You can just hit the star buttons and you can do the same thing over here on Apple podcast as well. You'll probably have to go to click on this episode, click on the little three dots where it says show show, and then you can scroll down and just go ahead and hit those five stars. It would mean the world to me. Now back to the episode. I digress. The other thing that we had talked about here is really making sure that you have mock-ups for your modules your bonuses and what a mock-up is, is, you know, like how you'll see like the name of something like on a computer screen or to look like a couple of like sheets are sort of next to each other, like pages. Those are mock-ups. You can use something like smart mock-ups. I'll put it, a link to it down below here with Canva. You can actually create mock-ups as well. Um, and if you just search in apps in Canva and then go to mockups, smart mockups technically comes up there as well. But also if you just look for frames, you can look for frames that actually look like, you know, pieces of paper with shadows. Those look really well. Um polished our polished pages actually has some really great like sort of pre-made graphic templates that you can use as well as mockups. I'm going to go ahead and link to those down below as well. So just You need to add some weight to your product, especially if it is digital. And I'm talking to you two coaches, like have a picture of you on a zoom call. Okay. Have a picture of what your check-in forms look like. Have a picture of, if you have like WhatsApp that you use to interact with your clients, take a screenshot of that. Hopefully it's a good one. And not you fighting with your clients, put a mock-up of that on there. So people can actually see these things. So, so important. The next thing that you can try in order to get more sales from your sales page is to add a sales video. Now it's actually been proven that sales videos will elevate how many people buy, but there is no guarantee that people are actually going to watch it. So a couple of things, one, I'd make sure that you have closed captions on for it and you can go to riverside.fm transcript completely for free. There'll be a link to it in the show notes. So it's not an affiliate link where they will create an AI generated closed captions. I would definitely like edit those because you know what it's AI. So it's only like 70% accurate, but it's still better than nothing. So have that on there. If you're like, hey, I definitely don't want to do a sales page video. Consider doing a sneak peek of like, what's it like inside? How does this work? Again, especially for my course platforms, my digital product peeps, Definitely have those in there. Now, if you're say selling trouble boards, realize that some people can like steal the link from your video. So maybe make a copy of your board. Um, so many people can't like get to it and be sneaky or any of that sort of stuff, but definitely showing people rather than just telling them is huge. So if you don't have that on there, definitely add a sneak peek section or at the very top, you can add a sales page video or do both. Definitely works. Number five is to have juicier Q and A's. Okay. First of all, The Q and A is like the frequently asked questions is honestly one of the first places that I look on a sales page, especially when I'm doing them for my students, because some people skip over them or they're just not utilizing them. Well, realize that a lot of people, especially if they're on the fence, they're just going to go down to frequently asked questions. They're not going to read a lot of copy, which I know hurts the old heart, but we want to make sure that not only are you saying like, yes, it comes with eight modules. Yes. Um, Here's my refund policy. If we have one, yes, you can be an affiliate. No, you're not going to get anything physical in the mail. Like I got that, right? You need to address, and honestly, the first three to four frequently asked questions need to be you really justifying the topic and what makes this course different and call things out. So for all my decluttering mavens here, literally be like, you know, I tried doing Marie Kondo and the Fly Lady method, and none of them work for me. Why is this going to work? Again, we're not trash talking and saying like Marie Kondo's method is stupid, but we're talking about how our things are different. Or yeah, but I have a lot of kids, so honestly, I think that your first three to four frequently asked questions needs to be yeah, buts that people actually have about the topic at hand and how they think that they are going to have success. Then we get into the what I like to call the buyers' questions because now they're just like. Yes. Okay. Like I got to say like emotionally, I feel well taken care of, but like I need a little logical backup. That's when we're going to talk about the deliverables. That's when we're going to talk about the refund policy. That's when we're going to talk about. No, you don't get stuff in the mail. Yes, you do get stuff in the mail. Okay. So really start utilizing those frequently asked questions. I cannot stress this enough because people will probably read that almost more than anything besides the headline, which we'll talk about. Cause that's the next one. The next one is to try different headlines. A headline is honestly the hardest part to write in a sales page, which is why I always tell my students instead of love your list and the self paced version, y'all, you can head to katedoster.com forward slash loveyourlist.co Cause we do talk about sales pages in there for low price offers. As of right now, you can get that in the love your list bundle spoiler alert. We are revamping that offer. So you will indeed get the new version that's going to be coming out later on this year, possibly early next year. But I have to say, I'm pretty sure we're going to pull out the sales part and the digital product part. um, And that's going to be an add-on. So get it now. (laughs) Just just get it now. Um, So anywho, when we are talking about how to write your sales page. I always have people start with the frequent asked questions with the deliverables, that stuff first, and then go to the headline last. So I want you to, and again, even if your sales page is doing really well, try out a new style of headline. So maybe you have one that's more of like a question space. Like, are you tired of always feeling like hot trash in the morning? Do something different with it's possible to wake up full of energy, right? Or something completely different. Never worry about having to carry your groceries in more than one trip again. And where I like to find real inspiration for my headlines, especially when I'm testing out new ones is what are some comments that people are saying? What are some yeah, buts that I'm getting? What are some questions? What are some things that people have actually said in testimonials? Technically you can use a testimonial Headline, if you will, and that's one of the methods that we talk about inside of the course. Just make sure it's in quotes. When, like, literally for collaboration, cash and I can have, oh my God, I went from 400 to 4,000 people in a week. Because that's actually a testimonial. And that can be my first headline. Because again, the only job of the headline is to get people to read the next line. It is not necessarily to close the sale, but we need to make it intriguing enough. We need to call it out enough. It needs to be specific enough. So build the business of your dreams. It's awful it's awful. Okay. So if you are one of my business coaches and you're listening to this and this is your headline, this is why you're not like getting booked out because that's awful or be your healthiest self. What the crap does that look like? Like that's no, just no, absolutely not. Okay. Absolutely not. And we'll talk about in, you know, tip number seven, how we can improve those headlines. But if you are like completely lost where to go, you can always put your headline in to something like chat GPT or which I could say those, letters wrong. The dyslexia comes out. So pulling down below Canva pro, uh, if you go to their docs and you click the little plus button, they have magic, right? Cause I really like using Canva a lot. Cause I'm already in there. You can have them create headlines. So you can have them be like create, um, 10 alternate headlines and then put the one you have in there. Or you can literally be like create 10 headline options for a course about time management for busy moms that have triplets. Again, When you are asking AI, whichever one you like to use to create these headlines for you. And usually they'll just more. So you'll use them as jumping off ideas because sometimes they're just way too cheesy, but you use them as jumping off points. You want to be very, very specific. Don't just be like create a headline for a course on productivity. What (laughs) again, give them your audience, give them what makes your audience unique. Maybe give them a struggle or create a headline for a course on productivity targeted or for people who have females who have ADHD and they are in their mid thirties. Again, sometimes it's going to come up with things that are just awful, but they're awful enough that you can go in there and be like, you can edit in the awesome as we talk about inside of love your list, right? Really sort of sculpt in that awesome. And it'll give you some great jumping off points to be able to start with. So definitely use our friend AI. It can help you out there. I would never have AI write your sales page. No, just no, don't do it. But parts we can definitely help with. Again, what's another way to say this, or give me five other ways to say blank and put that in there. The other thing that I want you to do when you're looking at revamping your sales page, again, besides adding those testimonials, doing mock-ups, honestly, you can probably change the branding a little bit if you want to, maybe like refresh the look a little bit. If you decide to add a sales video or a sneak peek, we're definitely going to beef up our frequently asked questions. You know, you can test out some different headline hooks. Those will work really well. I want you to infuse moments in your sales page. So, if you are one of my people that have built a business of your dreams, what does that look like for your person? What does it look like? What does it smell like? What does it sound like? What does it act like, right? And again, you can take those sentences like, make money while you sleep, that like everyone says and sounds generic and just complete bullcrap, and you can turn those into something like, start getting nasty looks at the movie theater because your cell phone keeps on going off so much with PayPal notifications or send an email and get PayPal notifications before your coffee gets cold or be able to slap down your debit card at Whole Foods and not bet an eyelash at how much that ground fed beef and organic cage-free eggs cost because you've made more than that already today. All of a sudden... You're boring every day. This could be on any person's sales page is just like, yeah, if they ripped that sales line from anybody else, you'd know, right? Like the one for the email marketing fairy, I can probably look down below already if you want to look for it, but it's like, if you'd rather stand in line at the DMV with Taco Bell tummy than having to write <laughs> your next email, you're in the right spot. So it's like, do your emails suck? Do you hate writing emails? Do they make you nervous? No, no, no. I'm talking about, would you rather be at the DMV with essentially diarrhea straight up diarrhea, um, then actually email your list. That speaks to my people. That is why that sales page has a ridiculous conversion rate. Like, I mean, we're talking double digits, which is unheard of, unheard of. Okay. I really do think that if using these moments, which is a big part about what we talk about inside of Love Your List, we talk about it inside of module two. And again, both versions. So you can go to LoveYourList.co where we talk all about moments, how to turn something that's boring and bland into something that really like sparks people's interest. Like, are you tired of getting hit in the face every day with a Captain Crunch box when you go to open your cabinet? Versus like, do you need to clear your clutter? What 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 is their clutter? What is actually looking at? Call it out, right? Do you feel like when you go to sleep at night, somehow all of the papers on your counter like have babies, and then you wake up to more counters, and somehow a shoe got in there, right? Talk about that. Talk about what it is like for your particular person. I think that's just so huge, so infusing some moments. We say instead of love your list, how can I momentize this? Honestly, if you were truly gonna do anything. I'd say mobile one. Like, that's why it was tip number one. Make sure that it looks good on mobile. Make sure it shows up on mobile. Make sure that your checkout page isn't weird on mobile. And then number two, I would say moments, just hands down. Where can I use these moments? How can I make this sound less generic and less just boring? That's truly really where it's at. And the last thing, and I think that this is super important as well, but this one is if you haven't done it before, you gotta set it up now and then like. <laughs> three or four months from now, we'll be able to use this. But I really think that especially on your major sales pages, you should be using heat maps. So I believe Sumo might have a heat map that was for free. I know with hot jar, you can have one as well. I believe that they have a free account and then a paid account. Basically what heart jar is, and Sumo Me, if they still have this option, is it's going to tell you how much of your sales page people are actually reading because it's going to show it getting hot and cold and what are people actually clicking on, right? So we want to make sure you might have a button on there or a picture and it turns out everyone's trying to click on this picture, but that picture doesn't go anywhere. You want to make sure that that picture is actually going to the checkout page. You would be surprised at how it gets there. And I know that a lot of people don't want heat maps because they do feel that it's weird. Obviously it's going to be in disclosures where you have your sales pages about the data, but I think they find it disheartening. They're like, Oh my goodness, I spent so much time on this bottom of the sales page and only like 2% of people are getting there. Well, maybe we can just hope that 98% of people already bought because they clicked another button, but I think that it is super, super really important to be able to look at. Another thing, and this is sort of a bonus tip that I am going to throw in there. If you have a really big, long sales page, say it's for your signature offer or say that it is for, you know, one-on-one coaching with you. If you have a button at the very, very top, which you can 1000% have instead of having it go directly to your checkout page, because people are just gonna be looking at the price. I want you to have it jump down to a section that breaks down everything that they get. And then underneath that, it has a buy button that actually buys. So if they skip all of your copy, all of your moments, they're just interested in the price. They're now going to see a whole list. They call it a value stack, a whole list with values that we just talked about. Of like, I get this, and this, and this, and this. It's just like five things, right? For twelve whole dollars. Like, yes, please. And you can definitely have your price other points of the page. Again, I'm not here to be like, oh, have it higher, have it lower. You can go ahead and test it out. I mean, that's one thousand percent up to you. Um, especially if you're selling though, like a digital product, like definitely have an actual like price somewhere on the page. I think that is super important. And our very last bonus tip, if you are selling something on your thank you page, AKA tripwire, do not make the main hook, like the very first headline, like, Oh, I have a special one-time offer for you. That just sounds horrible. And that's why you're getting bad conversions. Uh, Hashtag, sorry, not sorry, but all of my students that have come to me with really with I hate calling them tripwire pages, but we're going to call them tripwire page with a tripwire page that that biggest headline is you have a special one-time offer as a new subscriber. Every single time they momentize that headline, instead of having leading with the fact that I want your money immediately, they have seen insane results. So I'm here to tell you that headline doesn't work. Try another one. So that is it for our sales series here. So we are going to take a brief hiatus from it because we are switching to our summer in six series where I'm answering listener questions in six or seven. One of them I think was eight minutes or less. So we are going to pick this up in September where we are going to be talking about long and short-term strategies that you can use to get more sales. But I think that you've got a lot to work on over this summer. We've got our sales page revamp, perhaps our offer revamp. Revamp's offer first before you go ahead and the sales page. Maybe you want to spend the summer to really work on your energetics and how, how you're like, yes, this is the greatest. Or you can always work on some of our other eyeball strategies that we have talked about. And I will see you all next week for episode number one in our summer In six series. Bye, everybody. Oh, and don't forget that rating and review if you made it this far. Bye. Well, look at that action taker. You made it all the way to the end. Kudos to you. So if you want to keep this do the brave thing momentum going, because let's be real, sure, listening to a 25 to 30 minute podcast can definitely get you amped. But what are you going to do the rest of the week? Make sure you're following me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Duster. There's a link in the bio. And if you absolutely love this episode, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a rating and review or share a screenshot and tag us on your Instagram stories. I'll see you next week. Later days.